0: Oh, shit here we go again hi my good friends so i'm back with another podcast episode here now this episode may be a bit longer than the other episodes i uploaded previously because this topic is a bit more extensive and it, we're gonna dive a bit deeper today and everything that i'm talking about today is something i'm really passionate about so we might be here for a little while but i just hope that you're all listening In light of recent events that have taken place on social media, I kind of wanted to delve into the topics that have been highlighted and kind of give some commentary and give my opinion on what really has been happening over the last day or two. So I wanted to start with um, a tweet that I saw on Jamaica Guino's Twitter. On July 31st at 3.30pm they tweeted, Supreme Court rules that the constitutional rights of a five-year-old girl was not breached in 2018 when she was denied access to the Kensington Primary School in Portmore, St. Catherine, because of her dreadlocked hair. Details soon. So the article followed soon after that tweet and kind of jogged my memory a bit because i was like okay 2018 i remember us talking about this some school girl who was denied education or kicked out or something of the sort because of her locks and i remember the picture with like the well-groomed like twist up twist up locks in you know the two top buns looking well cute well neat going to school besides the point however and I know there was a problem because i know that we've talked about this on social media before and okay here it is being addressed in 2020 what's the verdict what's the tea so i went on jamaica gleno's twitter looked for the article read through the article to find out more information and the details and to my dismay and my disbelief In August 2018, Jamaica's for Justice obtained an order preventing the board of management from blocking the girl's admission. The injunction was filed on behalf of the parents of the child, who were given an ultimatum by the school that their daughter had until August 29, 2018, to remove her locks to enter grade 1 in September, in keeping with the school's policy. So I'm not going to assume that the school's policy is just no dreadlocks because it cannot be that the school's policy is the child must come to school groomed and kept, deportment in check, everything cool, school uniform, everything abiding by the rules. Because according to the picture that was posted with the article, there was nothing wrong with the child's hairstyle. There was nothing wrong with the child's deportment. The child was well put together, even better put together than people with cream hair or regular natural hair or whatever you wanna call it, the, the hair was overstyled. Let's say that then, overstyled. I guess to compensate for any any discrepancies when it comes to having dreadlocks or something, something as something as as unorthodox as dreadlocks. And you are gonna tell me that the human rights group, another quote, the human rights group challenged the school's position on the basis that enforcement of the rule would violate constitutionally protected human rights of the child and her family and that no other remedy existed to prevent the threat of that violation given the school's demand. And the Supreme Court ruled that the constitutional rights of a five-year-old girl were not breached in 2019, 2018, sorry, when she was denied access to the school. So education is no longer a constitutional right or a human right. So the right to education is just going to be completely disregarded in this instance because of dreadlocks okay so if i wasn't upset enough at just reading the headline and reading the article and then being reminded of the stress that we went through in 2018 when we first had this discussion now you have the twitter people who are commenting publicly on the same discussion and are and find themselves on any side of the fence that is not in support of the child and her family how do you find yourself on the side of the fence that is not in support of the child and her family? Tell me how you end up there so and what sense that would make. What are the justifications put into place that could have come out of your mouth that you would have said, yeah, me agree with Supreme Court, yeah, me agree with that decision there. De. Deny the child her right to education because of her styled hairstyle, because of her styled blocks. Now I'm going to be directly quoting and referencing tweets because I do not want to misquote anyone. I do not want to misspeak. Me no wanna say nothing when nobody never say because we want to not understand that these are real people with real thoughts in real time who are producing these thoughts. Okay? And it's not a joke and it's not a game. They're dead serious. So let's be dead serious. Let's take it seriously. Cause it's not a game, it's not a joke anymore. Me not even a laugh. So direct quote. Y'all always on here defending blackness with straight weave to your ass and your natural hair fuller gel I try look like Priya and Susan. Okay, my fellow Twitter user. If you're listening, please explain the correlation. What is the correlation between... What is the correlation between... The Isya Tand and this tweet? You see, when I talk about false equivalencies and just just baseless arguments people just talking just to talk things have to make sense when you say them you know especially when you choose to express your thoughts on a public platform such as twitter y'all always on here defending blackness with straight weave to your ass and natural hair full of gel so you are acting like there's no sort of history there's no sort of backstory there's no sto- there's no sort of origin as to why people wear their hair in certain styles nowadays or people have to do certain things as a means of trying to conform to society's standards or eurocentric standards or white standards or colonial standards and and, and not even going into that not even going into that without even referencing the history which we should do technically we shouldn't be talking about anything without referencing the history but even if you wanted to stay ignorant to the history what wearing weave have to do with defending blackness so i can't defend blackness and wear weave at the same time two things can be happening simultaneously it's either i'm defending blackness or i'm wearing weave what does me wearing weave have to do with my anti-blackness you can wear weave and be pro-black or you can wear weave and be anti-black you can have your natural hair and be anti-black or you can have your natural hair and be pro-black now that's not to say that i'm ignoring the history and and completely disregarding the fact that hmm maybe more often than not or more times than not wearing your natural hair and being confident in your natural hair is more associated with being pro-black versus someone who probably still wears the weaves and you know still relaxes their hair or chemically processes it but this tweet it just it just threw me for a loop because i because i'm saying to myself okay y'all always on here defending blackness but you put gel in your hair so defending blackness means i shouldn't comb my hair or style my hair so one day i can't let my hair loose and, and and wear it any which way i feel like and then one day I can want to gel it down and style it. And what is this whole trying to look like Priya and Susan? What does that mean? That in itself sounds a bit, I don't want to say racist, but it's a bit of a stereotype. So in my blackness, I put gel on my hair and in my blackness, all of a sudden, I'm trying to look like Priya, which I'm sure we all know is automatically associated as being an Indian, a name of Indian descent, so I gel down my hair now and it naturally curls up and waves up as most natural hair does. And I'm trying to look like Priya. Because I gel my natural hair that is growing out of my head and that's just a natural chemical reaction that happens as a result of using gel. I don't know. The ignorance is just the ignorance is just too much for me. So wearing weave. I want to look like susan because i wear weave no you tell me comment down below (laughs) comment down below if you've ever bought hair weave that came directly from a caucasian person's scalp please comment down below because as far as i'm concerned the weave that i know is not supplied by caucasian individuals never ever in the history of life have i bought weave that i thought was supplied by a caucasian individuals and this is a thing that i see all the time you know All the time when we're having this this um these race discussions and people are saying oh how can you be pro-black but you're wearing weave and your hair cream and ray 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 blah 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 why are you acting as if these are not things that we are conformed to do and have been indoctrined to do from slavery time because kinky curly hair has been seen as literally a form of defiance and being dirty and disgusting and not having any stuff together when here they did, did force for press out and cream out and them something there so we could have conform to whatever the societal standards of beauty have been historically right these things are ingrained now but now it's your style so either way you want to look at it the weave argument is is void right now. The weave argument is void. Unless I am standing in anti-blackness and using weave as a justification for why I'm anti-black. Yeah, natural hair is ugly so I'm going to cover it up with this weave. Unless somebody is saying that, the weave argument is completely null and void. And it just looks like you're just drawing for the last card in the deck to say, hmm, okay, let me, let me argue. Defending blackness has little to nothing to do with weave, wearing weave nowadays in 2020 like no one wants to look like susan ma'am. who is susan to look like nobody wants to look like susan who is out here aspiring to look like a caucasian on purpose and not because of (laughs) not because of media influence or slavery or colonial mindset who is out here wanting to look like a susan please tell me because i don't know anyone who wants to look like a susan voluntarily and not because of some i don't know and not because of some imaginary shackles that have been placed upon us from time immemorial i'm not hearing anyone discussing nowadays that they want to look like a susan or a Priya. if we're black we're black if we're black and we wear weave we're black and we wear weave if we're black and we gel down our hair we're black and we gel down our hair I'm not gelling down my hair to get rid of kinks and curls because I think it's ugly. Or whatever else one probably might think. I'm gelling it down because it's a hairstyle. I will to scrape it up in a one. I put gel on it because I want it lid down sometimes. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. It has nothing to do with anti-blackness in that sense. Then you have the defenders now. The black Karen's. The people who don't see colour because it's just not that important and the issue is not about color at all it's not about black or white this is a direct quote this decision should not be read as a loss for people with natural hair or black people not right not one of the judges is a white man so this line of reasoning is wrong and inflammatory now i want you guys to let that sink in okay i want you to let that sink right in sink right in absorb up everything 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 now you tell me so anti-blackness is only limited to white people Hmm. i don't know let's ponder for a while so is it that the term internalizing has never been introduced internalized racism internalized homophobia internalized misogyny and other concepts of the sort similar concepts whereby the a member of a certain social class or social category stratification whatever you want to call it has this level of internalized oppression whereby i guess they start to believe certain stereotypes and negative associations that are met by that certain community usually a marginalized community of some sorts The negative societal beliefs and stereotypes, they start to believe it, they start to internalize it, and then they project it onto not only themselves, but other people that are also members of that community. So it's completely impossible for someone who is black to experience any sort of, or perpetuate any sort of anti-blackness. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Then what would be the entire point of concepts such as colorism then? What would be the point of stuff like that? Because if colorism is supposed to be intra-community, then right within that community, if black people can be colorist against black people, why you are gonna tell me say black people can discriminate against black people? And this is not a loss for black people just because the judges were not white. So because if black people make a negative ruling or an unfair judgment or an unfair ruling against another black person, everything is fine everything is cool everything is great don't double check don't say nothing else because as long as it's not a black versus white issue there's no sort of social social injustice here everything is cool everything chris everything curry no i refuse to believe and i refuse to stand for it that makes absolutely zero sense why should it not be read as a loss for black people with natural hair or black people in general. If anything, that should make it worse because we are still having these problems within our own community. So we want to fight racism and discrimination against white people, but we're still fighting it within our own community when we're supposed to be banding together to fight the bigger man then. So we have to be fighting the smaller men within the community before we go fight the white people then. Just because none of the judges on the panel or none of the people who were making the decisions on the panel were white, that's how much we've simplified and dumbed it down that's what we've reduced these serious issues to this is why nothing will ever happen you know because this is this is this is <laughs> this is the view of over 50 people that was the last time i looked at that tweet the tweet had 51 likes right so going along with that line of reasoning is inflammatory so why are we avoid, why are we avoiding inflaming things like this why can't we inflame it let's inflame it let's let's start the discussion why can't we call it out when we see it why we can't call out injustices within our own community this is why people think that colorism and things of the sort are a myth you know you have people in 2020 who think that colorism does not exist or if it does exist it goes both ways no it does not things like this we we keep allowing them to rewrite the history Why should it not be read as a loss for black people when that's literally what it was? Someone lost their right to education. Someone lost their right to freedom of expression. Someone lost their right to wear whatever hairstyle them feel like wearing that is still within the rules of, Oh, this is groomed. Simply because of something that is automatically associated with blackness and natural hair. Why is that not a loss? Why are we even having this discussion? Not 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 why are we having this discussion, you know? But why? Why? Just why? <laughs> Just a big why. Just a why in a caps lock with about 10 question marks. Why? Why? I fail for understand. But that is a that is a deep dive. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here. There really is a lot to unpack here. So in keeping with the, the concepts of discrimination not existing mm-hmm. once it's not A black and white issue right the third tweet I want to reference after one of my responses emphasizing that it is a loss because a black child was denied access to public school due to a natural hairstyle right and children facing discrimination I'm just paraphrasing the tweet here the tweet I want to quote that is in line with the whole discrimination doesn't exist type thing um, was a direct response to the tweet that I just mentioned, the tweet that I just paraphrased was a direct response and the tweet goes like this. This is a false equivocation. If dreadlocks aren't allowed, then they aren't allowed. You could be white, black, or in between. Discrimination is when the rule is not applied the same way for everyone. So not only has this person oversimplified and and, and regurgitated their skewed, twisted, sick definition of discrimination right they've gone and reduced the issue to it just being a, a matter of if dreadlocks aren't allowed then they just aren't allowed but why aren't we looking into the reasons the possible reasons for dreadlocks not being allowed in the first place why is that not another thing that we're concerned about right why aren't we looking into the inherent like the original the origin let's go let's take it back let's take it back why Is a hairstyle such as locks still being challenged at this point? If the locks are kept, if the locks are clean, if the locks are washed, if the locks look like any other hair strand, whatever anybody else had, why is it a thing where we can impose a rule that says dreadlocks specifically are not allowed? Even more specifically dreadlocks that were in the picture attached to the article. Cause nothing was Gen- nothing is wrong with dreadlocks generally. But if you want to get extreme now and you want to, you want to know, I mean, no, project just a little bit of that anti-blackness, right? You wanna look like Priya and Susan. So you would have got to the lengths of saying, well, even if freeform dreadlocks was a problem, this dreadlocks, this 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 set of locks where the little girl did have did overgrown right, twist up in a too cute bun with bow and ray and blah like any other twist or any other plat up or any other braid that any little school girl would have. So why is it a thing where twists can be allowed possibly, braids can be allowed possibly, meaning of the natural hair, you know, not, not extensions or whatever because I know different schools have rules against extensions and that's an entirely different thing. I'm talking about natural hair that growing out of your scalp, right? why is it a thing where we're skipping over twist we're skipping over braid we're skipping over plaque, we're skipping over this to go and say dreadlocks specifically are not allowed what's the reason someone explain that to me logically what is the logical justification for you saying dreadlocks are disallowed specifically if it's not rooted in anti-blackness and rooted in anti-rastafari and anti-rasta and rooted in colonialism right i'm not seeing any reason for something like that to even be a rule at this stage now let's address the you could be white black or in between no you couldn't no you couldn't because we have seen where hairstyles have been this this politicized this polarizing thing with the white against black or should we say just black against non-black period because as far as i know i also went to high school and i've had these personal experiences first-hand experiences not to mention second-hand witnessing classmates and peers being discriminated against by black principals and black teachers and black staff right for having black hairstyles at black schools in a black country but the non-black individuals who attend the same schools don't get the same treatment in that regard they're allowed to have the locks And when I say locks, I don't mean locks. I mean locks of hair, like, you know? The Caucasian hair, the bangs, the Justin Bieber hair, and the flipping and the the clipping up and the flapping all over the place, right? The flowing in the wind like Prince Charming. But the black boys are not allowed to fade. And you want to tell me those things are not rooted in racism and colorism? and classism and any other can canting but literally like let's address it let's address it let's unpack it right now because i would like to know what do you mean by you could be black white or in between no you literally cannot you literally cannot and i want people to stop doing that oh i'm sure if it was a white person they would have no they wouldn't have i promise sweetie stop being so naive please we see it every day we see it every day So now if you want to argue that this is not discrimination because discrimination is when the rule is not applied the same way for everyone, you have nothing to compare it to. So therefore you can't say that this is not discrimination because you have nothing to compare it to. If it was the little girl who was in the article and a white classmate who had the same problem, then you could have said, all right, fine. But you have nothing to compare this to in this particular instance at this particular institution. Discrimination is when the rule is not applied the same way for everyone the rule is only being applied to her though so is she clearly not being discriminated against or am i stupid no many for wonder the rule is specifically being applied to this young girl at this school me never hear this yet locks not allowed me never hear that yet so the first time me i hear this maybe i'm ignorant maybe there's been other cases please enlighten me so you're going to tell me discrimination is when the rule is not applied the same way for everyone. But what is the rule? What is the rule here? What is the rule? We need to look into what the rule is. Where? What is the origin of the rule? Where is the rule coming from? What is the rule that dreadlocks are not allowed? Because if that is the rule, the rule in itself is a discrimination against people who have dreadlocks. That's the whole point that we are trying to make. That is the point that we are trying to address. The rule is a discrimination. Rules can be discriminatory. Laws can be discriminatory. We're tw- we're in twenty twenty now. You know, we're gonna have to start the critical thinking here. Who is making the rules? That's what we need to be looking into, because if the if the person who is in charge of making the rules is in themselves discriminatory and racist and classist and all these other things, then the rules that follow will be as such. Why are you expecting anything fair and just from people who, in themselves, within themselves, and within their ideologies? Are following the unrighteous path. Me not get it. Me fail to see what's not clicking. Why not click? We don't know. No sir. In other news. In keeping with the theme. Then we have the we have the um our lives matter people now. Yes, in keeping with the, you could be white, black, ray, ray, blah, blah, tay, Let's include everybody because, you know, we want to make this an everyone issue. No, it is not. And I am quite frankly sick and tired of non-black people, right? Whether it's Jamaican, American, Indonesian, whichever country we could have in, our, right? We could have there Madagascar, we could have there Fiji if black people are having a discussion do not insert yourself especially in jamaica which is a majority black country please do not insert yourself and come with your all lives matter ideologies and your personal experiences in my personal experience no we're talking about our lived real-time experiences that you are witnessing unfold and witnessing be, be 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 um simplified and dismissed over and over and over again Right? No, it's not the te- read the room, read the timeline, and understand yourself. This is not the place to insert yourself with your "all lives matter" quote. My nephew, whose hair is straight, also experienced this struggle at high school in Mandeville. So not sure it's totally a black issue. So what is it then, madam? What issue is it? Okay, if it's not a black issue, what is it then? <clears throat> What struggle exactly did your nephew experience? Your nephew was denied an education because his hair was long? You're not giving me any information here, hon. My nephew, whose hair is straight. Okay, straight and what else? Straight and dreadlocked? Straight and in twists? Straight and in plait? Straight and what? You've not given me any. So, you want to insert yourself, you want to shed light on your personal issue using someone else's discussion. You know, you wouldn't start a thread for yourself or start a discussion on your own about your nephew and his plight. You want to insert yourself underneath somebody else's story to come and tell us about what your nephew experienced in Mandeville. How is it relevant? What are you adding to the discussion? Are you just using it to deflect and dismiss and talk about yourself? or are you adding something of value and substance that we can say okay yes let's add her nephew to the tally board because clearly this is a this is an island wide issue you're not sure it's totally a black issue why do people refuse to acknowledge that these things are inherently rooted in anti-blackness your nephew who's hairy straight is your nephew white black pink yellow blue what what what's going on what's going on i don't have enough information here to make a clear judgment so not sure it's totally an issue with your nephew not sure your nephew experienced it i don't have enough information these are the things i am talking about people are consistently inserting themselves into discussions that don't concern them if you believe that it concerns you please try to tie it back to the point what is the point that you're trying to make here it is totally a black issue there's no white kids with dreadlocks here who are being discriminated against that i know of and if there are please direct me to them so that i would like to hear their stories right this is exactly why next tweet we have our lovely 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 i don't know this is one of the last tweets i'm going to reference because i would like to um progress in discussion surpassing the cretins on twitter so quote how jamaica government put a statue Of Bob Marley to claim his greatness but then turn around and ban dreadlocks in school it's also one's right for religious beliefs and many other reasons not even in USA I heard of that type of racism to its own people let it sink in so this tweet had they had me in the first half not gonna lie I was really following the tweet I was saying yeah man spit facts until the last sentence not even in the usa i heard of that type of racism to its own people so are we just completely disconnected like we just don't have any sense anymore amidst all the discussion and the discourse that's been going on on social media regarding black lives matter and police brutality and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and all these people, Elijah McLean and everybody. We have never heard of that type of racism to its own people when bills have just recently been passed that say you can't kick pick me out of school for having braids, when black people still can't wear their own native cultural, me don't know what else to say. Hairstyles to work and school, where if I'm having braids, it's ghetto, listen i got to school in florida for those of you who don't know um my school is a majority white institution it's a primarily white institution it's about 82 to 85 percent caucasian okay so i have personal experiences with these things these are- this is not a joke, this is not a game, this is not a not even in USA, I heard. Not even in USA? So you skip over how many other, other countries to say not even in USA? Are you saying, okay, the USA is so so bad, but I've never heard of that type of racism to its own people? Black people aren't even the USA's people, to how bad it is. If I were African American, I would not even feel like, oh, the USA is my home, when my fight. To defend my mere existence every single day every single day is a battle and a war to defend my mere existence fam and you want to tell me not even in usa i heard that type of racism and you are a public figure you know you don't have to speak right sometimes you can put down the phone and say all right maybe i should have just stopped at the first two sentences and it would have been cool. Just speak on Jamaica alone. Since I don't—I clearly don't know what's going on in the world, I don't know what's going on in the US, let me just stop. So you want to tell me that I miss all this discourse that's been going on for the last couple months, months, not even... No, I'm just talking about the recent set of discourse, you know, because clearly we've been, <laughs> as black people worldwide, we've been fighting for our rights. for. Well, <laughs> I have to laugh, you know. I honestly have to laugh because this is almost this is a joke right am i on punked i may wait for ashton kucha jump out from underneath my bed or something for tell me say you know like cut the cameras at this point not even in usa i I have to repeat it multiple times you know because it's still sinking in for me although this tweet from four days five days ago not even in usa i heard that type of racism to its own people i am confusion I'm honestly confused and while we're on the topic of USA, I made a tweet the day that this thing came out, and I was like, "This is why minoans, you know, tourists in an arasta cap, wig, come with 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 fake locks, so on, them something there." From time I've been talking about it and saying how offensive and culturally insensitive it is, and while you may not be outraged about it, I know some people who are. So the tourists, and the people who think they're being innocent, and it's not that big of a deal, and owe them just a lime and a try and live I Ramon, and they're harmless, and they and that, they're just trying to have fun and cultural, no. It's not cool, it's not cute, it's, stop trying to make fetch happen, it's never going to happen. Okay? These are the reasons. These are the reasons I don't want to see any, anybody on any high fashion runway, any Caucasian people on any high fashion runway in an Afro wig and locks wig, with box braid. I don't want to see it. I'm not interested in seeing that. Until black people can wear black hairstyles, me no want to see a white and a black hairstyle. I don't want to see it. Cut and dry, plain and simple. Full stop. Period. No comma. Okay. What is hard in that to understand? If I take up myself and I go to the grocery store and I buy my egg, my sugar, my flour, my my. What else going a cookie? Must I me a cookie, right? I go to the supermarket. I use my hard-earned money from my job that I have, and I go to the supermarket and I say, I'm buying the ingredients to bake cookies on my own. I come home with all the ingredients. I slave over the stove for 45 minutes or whatever it is. The oven. I wait on the cookies. Everybody come in at your yard. Oh, more cookie! Ray, ray, ray! No, you don't get tasted taste it until I do. You don't get a cookie until i say let me taste the cookie to make sure that it's good and then i feel like sharing it i can't even get to enjoy my own cookie when me pay my hard-earned money for and put in my manual labor and you forget to for eat my cookie before me done bake that makes sense to you so i'm not allowed to enjoy my own culture but you want to laugh and make a mockery and pose up because it's novelty to you because wearing a locks cap and saying money is cute and cool and this is the same thing I was talking about with the whole patwa episode, with the whole forcing the patwa thing and trying to fit in. You don't need to fit into everybody's culture because we're not doing it. It's offensive. There's a fine line between... Well, actually, I think the line is quite big. There's a huge jump because you don't know what you are not doing, right? The people who are perpetuating the stereotypes, and the mockery of people's culture. Cultural appreciation is entirely different from appropriation. Me no want to in a, a locks cap till little girl can go school with them locks, and it's not a problem for anybody. And we don't have to be debating. Debating people's existence. Religious or not. Religious or not. I don't know the origin of the thing. I do know it. I do know the history. And if you don't know it, pick up a book. And that, I make you know pick up a book and read about the origin read on rastafari read on the rebellions read on the locks read on the hairstyles read where them come from you can read about braids you can read about um, box braid you can read about Fulani braid you can read about afro everything they're on google for. now i'm not doing it i'm not doing it with the people who are willfully ignorant i am not doing it you mean to tell me you don't understand why people would be upset about things like that it gone past Don't now, it gone past, it run past, it shot past, it past the finish line. Dunce, they are the finish line and it run past the two extra lap past Don't. It's not making any sense sweetie. It. it's not adding up, but that don't make sense, love. Then you have this absolute, I don't want to, I don't want to, <laughs> this is not an inappropriate platform, right? This is a platform for laughter and education. don't want to disrespect anybody but you have this 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 you have this near the well who comes well let me not say comes because i'm assuming he was invited but he presents himself upon national television tvj angles the president of jamaica's teachers association to come and say that schools should prepare students to conform to the prejudices such as those against black hairstyles until the cultural change <sighs> people it no look good enough it no look good at all it's really not looking it's looking very bleak it's looking very dismal it's giving me end of the world it's giving me let's move to mars because earth is no longer fit for inhabitants and it's on your field, that to let sort me of just make sure I'm understanding it before i go back to the others. So, because there's still this prejudice towards a lot of the black hairstyle, yeah. you're saying we need to bring up children to conform to the prejudices? It, 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 it is safe to do so until you can get those, the culture change. Um, and it's going to take some time, but if it can't just happen overnight. I think let the first get over. They did So, That was the audio that was the audio so the change won't happen overnight right but we are supposed to raise our children to conform to the prejudices until the change let me get my calculator for this one so the change will not happen overnight but we are supposed to wait another 50 60 70 100 years until the cultural change so if we sit on our asses waiting Always the change going to come. You see, want see what? <laughs> you see what I'm getting at, right? <laughs> you see where I'm going with this? Um, I'm just highly confused. I'm so disappointed. I'm very disgruntled. I don't understand because this is the same approach. Okay. So, do you know how many things this could be like applied to that people are literally trying to use this as a justification to say we should just conform, we should just because it's it's already this way. So let's leave it this way for another fifty, hundred years right just because it's hard to deal with it now it's hard to deal with it now so let's let the time pass and not deal with it let's just get back or sweep it under the rug discrimination and racism who cares about that that's too hard to deal with now so we should raise our children to be cowards we should raise them not to stand up for themselves because that's just how the world is these are the people who are in charge these are the people who are in the positions of authority who are now trying to kind of incorporate modern day social media television broadcasting radio mass media all of these things and are still spewing the archaic messages of the years of yonder why no i'm gonna have to laugh because if i don't laugh i actually go ball i will sit down on this podcast and just ball for the next five minutes that's how sad i am that's how absolutely like i really having a visceral response right now to this man who is on the television telling me that i need to raise my kids to conform to the prejudices of cultural war against black hairstyles in a black country my youth so we for sit down. So the 80 odd percent are we the majority are we for sit down and say, yeah well you know they don't like it. So if that were the approach of the protesters in in the USA <clears throat> some um public figures need to hear this one. If that were the approach of the protesters in the USA, nothing would get done. If that were the approach of people who have ever opened their mouth and stood up for anything ever, <laughs> nothing would get done. I just can't get with it. I can't get with this mindset of ra- raising raising people and and, and and acclimatizing them to what is not really going to be permanent if we have the right intentions. You know what I mean? I don't understand why we'd want to purposely harm and kind of already ruin their chances before anything ever happens why am i going to tell my child like it's kind of okay it kind of reminds me of how a lot of black moms and dads have to have that conversation that conversation you know with their kids about yo this world is not built for you just hold your head down type thing we just want to make sure that you're alive tomorrow you know what i mean and in that sense i feel like i kind of get it more than this because i guess maybe levels to the danger and levels to the repercussions maybe i don't this is a very touchy topic like i don't really know i'm just trying to express my opinion in the least harmful way possible but for this in a majority black country where we have the power and we don't really have the power you know because if we had the power we wouldn't even making statements like this but where we are supposed to have the power then let's put it that way it's just very hurtful for someone to come and say we have to raise our kids to want to conform to the prejudices against Black hairstyles in a Black country. We need to lift up this. If the wallaway come and we lift it up, what am I going to do? Lift up this. What do you mean? Until cultural change. So we need to sit on our wait upon the UNO, the dinosaur them, and the fossil them. We're supposed to extinct long time. We're in a position of authority. Coming on our social media, where modern day people are built from the ground up, millennials are run that. And you want to come and tell me that I need to wait on the cultural change and wait on who? People like you? To do what? Absolutely nothing? That doesn't make any sense to me you are coming into modern you are using right you are using modern day platforms and modern day means of communication and you want to skew it and twist it and turn it to fit your old people agenda make it make sense i must sit down and wait on the cultural change this is not a loss for black people discrimination rari white black or in between no no right on not wanna use the internet for everything else except for find the information we need to adapt. On want to use the internet for spew hatred and come and teach on you know, a fossil, fossil, language, and on you know, fossil fuels and you know, fossil ideologies. Before you know, take up the same internet and Google and read the story then that we keep talking about, young people have to be teaching you. Be open to the learning then no let a young person teach you because you have to adapt to us now we're done adapting to you we're done adapting to you and your archaic ideologies they're harmful they're hurting people every day why should five six seven year olds be feeling the harmful effects of 50 and 60 year olds and their archaic idea hire some young people no do better Because you cannot be coming on national television and spewing something like this and expecting that it's not harmful to people who are watching, the viewers who are watching. What do you mean we should conform to prayer? I'm surprised something like this even came out of someone's mouth in their right mind. In their right mind. Right? In a position of authority like the Jamaica, the president of the Jamaica Teachers Association. So these are the people who are in charge of teaching the children of the future. And part of that teaching is going to be to teach them to conform. I can't wear a black hairstyle as a black child in a black school in a black country. Don't tell me that slavery didn't do a number on us. Please tell me that colonialism did not do a number on us. A big number, dancing, acting, singing, everything, the whole play, the whole shabang. And we are supposed to sit down and take it. Why? Because the older authority, the, the older person, the elders in the positions of authority told us to. Listen, I'm just waiting for the go-ahead. I'm waiting for the organization of the protest because I'm there on my eyelash and my head top. I'm there on my locks because this don't make no sense to me. When? How is the cultural change going to come if we are not the agents of change? Literally, how is the cultural change? And then you have people who are going to listen to this and just take it in. You have people who are listening to this man's agenda and listening to these people and saying, yes, I'm in the echo chamber of ignorance. I will take it in because this is also what I believe and this is also what I think and I am going to tell my young child that they need to conform to the prejudices. You literally use the word prejudice so you know that it's something wrong, right? And I must conform to the prejudice just because it's safer to do so. Then what would be unsafe about speaking up right now? Okay, losing the right to education, let's consider. But if the majority is standing up against... How else are we going to achieve the reform that we want? How else, if we're not willing to take the risk and take the chance, right? If people are still losing the right to education and we're doing nothing, how much worse could it get if we actually did something? Think about that. We're so afraid of standing up because, oh, we, we lose. What do we lose? Okay, but what do we really have to lose? Because if this is happening before the fact, how much worse could it get? How much worse could it get if we stood up and didn't conform, refused to conform to the prejudices? Instead, they'd rather tell you, go somewhere else. If one school tell you that's a rule, just accept that it's a rule, go somewhere else. Hell no. The whole point of the right is to have the right any which way me want go. You don't know what kind of inconvenience it would be to tell somebody to go somewhere else. You don't know what they can afford, you don't know where they live, you don't know where they sleep at night, you don't know how dare you say, oh, if that's a rule at that particular institution, take up yourself and find somewhere else. Why is it a rule at that institution? As I'm saying, we need to look into why that's a rule at that particular institution. Something is wrong with the institution, something is not wrong with the person who wants to go to school. Why is it a thing where we're looking at the people who just want an education for their child as the villain here? Why is the villain not the system? Why is the villain not the person who is making the rule to say dreadlocks are not allowed here? May I hear no locks, period. I've heard no extensions. I've I've already addressed the whole disparity between the Caucasian hairstyles and the, and the culturally black hairstyles and the lengths of the hair being different. Okay, great. However, I've never heard... Because it's usually a religious association, so nobody's going to discriminate on the basis of religion, but it needs to get to a point where religion... Is not a factor in determining whether or not I'm allowed to wear dreadlocks at school. Why not try some other school where no locks rule? Like, you don't know what people. You don't know why people go to the school. You don't know. You can't say something like that. That is out of ignorance. You're talking from a place of privilege here. You don't know if the person can just take up themselves and uproot and go start another school just because this school says no dreadlocks. Why not try to reform and go through, go through the door of 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 let's let's see the let's amend the rule let's see the origin of the rule and try to try to analyze the rule rather than we just get up and go somewhere else because it's hard over here that is the whole mentality that they're trying to instill that's the same thing about conforming to prejudice me get you getting up and going somewhere else is within itself conforming to prejudice because instead of you stand up and you address and you say yo something wrong with this Oh okay, if that's the rule here, let me just go somewhere else then. No. I need to maybe I need to be directed to a copy of the rule book because I'm seeing information that's coming coming in, more information is coming in. Um relating to what the child side, the lawyer and the mom said, um arguing that the child is, in, is engaging in a form of freedom of expression because as i said before the hairstyle is not associated with the religion um and she must be free to express herself through her hairstyles so i would like to see the rule book maybe i should have looked that up yeah i probably should have looked that up so i would have had a little bit more more information however what are the rules with regard to plaits? what are the rules with regard to twists what are the rules with with regard to extensions are they extensions i've read that they weren't so if they're coming out of the scalp right and i also saw the video where the mom said she's not gonna cut the child's hair i don't think any mention of cutting the hair would be made were extensions involved you see what i mean like why would i need to be arguing about cutting the child's hair even in the article it said oh they were given an ultimatum either them cut the child's hair so that she can come back for grade one or it's fine another school so why are we talking about cutting the hair? Why, why didn't we use the terminology of removing extensions? Were extensions involved? So that's where I fail to believe that any extensions were involved. So if it's hair coming from the scalp, why are we debating? Why are we debating? What's the rule regarding twists? What's the rule regarding plaits? What's the rule regarding braid out? Because braid out look like locks. Twists out look like locks. If you do it, fine, fine. Rope twists. And you pull it out, it look like locks. So what's the tea? What's the tea? Worse, in the pictures that we referenced, the hair was in an updo. So is it really that, what them do, te- magnifying glass looking at a girl head top? I'm confused. I don't get it. Um, I think there's still a lot more to unpack here. As the story develops, I might want to touch back on it. Because I do feel as though, as though this is a very important topic. Clearly, I'm very passionate about it. Um, this might need to be a part one, part two thing because I know I've gone on long enough. However, I just wanted to share my opinion, my little commentary on the daily developments of this this what three, four day long standing incident. Um, yeah, maybe we can talk more about it on my social media. Feel free to mention me with any of your thoughts or comments based on what I've shared today. And thanks for listening as always. See you in the next episode. Bye.